Hello, welcome to Aussie Tells All, the sports podcast, where today we discuss the upset victory over USC WSU 3027. Welcome back, Scott Lewis, the podcast. Thank you so much, Ozzy. Uh, excited to be here again uh, for a yeah. uh, for another edition and a, and a happy edition at that. <laughs> Very happy edition. Your thoughts on the whole um, shebang there? Man, I, I don't know where to even start. There were so many great things that I saw in that game. And, and uh, first, of, first and foremost, the students and the crowd at uh, Martin Stadium, they, they showed themselves uh, very well um, and was really, really excited to see that uh, the, the atmosphere did not disappoint. So I think USC was a little bit, uh, a little bit shocked. I, I did read that they had mm-hmm. uh, some, um, some heaters on the sidelines, which for a 60-degree uh, game in Pullman, uh, yeah. you, you wouldn't necessarily see that. So you got to think that the mental aspect was, was gone before they even started. And then the way that uh, the Coug defense flew around and shut down Sam Darnold and that, uh, that rushing game saved for one run, uh, I just I couldn't, yeah. be, uh, couldn't be happier. Nice. Now, just to off, off topic here, your thoughts on WSU at 11 and UW at 5, great, great for the Northwest right now. It's it's phenomenal for the Northwest, and and I'm I'm just happy that uh, the Oregon Ducks are are not up there. Um, you know, I'm, I'm yeah. tired of seeing them. So you know, obviously, yeah. very deserved. I mean, UW just coming off of uh, their their year last year to start out as strong as they have, uh, definitely deserve to be at number five. And we'll see, you know, over the coming weeks what's going to really shake out. The rankings at this point don't mm-hmm. don't matter so much, but it, yeah. it is exciting for both Cougs and Huskies to be able to talk about a, a potential. Uh, Pac-12 championship uh, game being played between the two at the end of the year, potentially. And I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but. Well, I don't think that we can play today because it's in the, we're in the same conference, in the same division, in the North. Nope. Can you hear me? Oh, there you are. Yeah, I lost you there. What were you saying about, about the uh... – not not get ahead of yourself. Yeah, just the, just the fact that both teams are well, they're ranked highly right now. Um, you know, it's it's uh, it's important not to get too far ahead of ourselves because we still have over half the season yet left to play. So um, it's it's exciting while both uh, both fan bases can talk a little trash right now and get kind of geared up for a really fun Apple Cup. Yes, I agree. Now, um, the first story to say is Jamal Morrow gassed the defense. USC defense is pretty good. Thirty yard run. Run! I started the game there. Yeah, Morrow, Morrow. That was my. That was the best game I think Morrow has played. And he's put together some really nice games, and obviously more rushing yards and and possibly more receiving yards as well. But um, just the, the the amount of explosive plays, the the, the tough runs that he made to pick up first downs and and to uh, keep those drives going was was incredible. So, um, golly, I think most WSU fans would say James Williams is probably the the top back. But you can't discredit anything that Morrow has done for this uh, for this program in his four years. He was a stud. Yes, exactly. Now, I'm calling this a Luke Falkism right now. Why has that Luke Falk had to had to throw away a pass when he's in the pocket and take sack after sack? Doesn't, doesn't need to take. That's a, a great. <laughs> that's a great question because I. Yeah. Um, I think that I think that for his progression, at least to, to, to at least make it to the next level, I think that he, he definitely held on to the ball too long a few times, and he took a couple huge shots. 
but he, he stayed in there and stayed with it. And I think that uh, if he's going to make it at the next level, he needs to develop that, that uh, clock in his head where he's got, you know, maybe a second less to throw it than he thinks. And, and uh, so, yeah, I'd like to see him throw it away a little bit more too. Yeah, I agree. Um, now, Jalen Jeremiah of NFL Network fame um, over the weekend said, Luke Falk is a starting quarterback in NFL. Your thoughts on that tweet put out on Friday night? I, I hope that he's not coming in as a as a rookie and starting right away because I, hopefully that yeah. means that uh, you know he he goes to a team like the Chargers or you know a, a team like the Saints where he gets to maybe sit for a year or two and learn behind a Philip Rivers mm-hmm. or learn behind a Drew Brees because uh, you know going from a Mike Leach spread style offense. I think that he'd probably be hurting a little bit. So, you know, I, I think that he's obviously a very good quarterback. Um, you know, selfishly, I'd, I'd probably, you know, rank him in the top uh, five quarterbacks in the country. And, and uh, yeah. I don't think that's that far, that far removed. Obviously he's got, no. I think any, I think any, I think any quarterback has, uh, has their limitations and, and whatnot, but uh, maybe arm strength is something to work on. But, you know, I, I think as a leader, he's, uh, he's right up there. Awesome. Now, the first drive for Washington State led to a field goal, but getting points, getting points is good, especially against this defense. Do you agree with that? I, absolutely, Ozzy. I, I can't, uh, couldn't agree more. Um, I was really happy on that first drive. They even, even, uh, even went for three instead of trying to keep going for touchdowns. Uh, I think that that was probably the most I've ever seen Mike Leach really play within the confines of the game and taking what what USC was, was giving them. Uh, obviously, they went for it on fourth down a couple times and were successful, but I was happy mm-hmm. to see that they settled for field goals uh, when, when they did, and, and Eric Powell uh, kicked well enough to, to give them confidence to make to just put, start putting points on the board. Yeah, it was a three-point game, too, so it made a difference. Yeah, exactly. Well, and he was, you know, three for three on his uh, on his field goals, and, you know, by, by no stretch were they just gimmies each time. I, I always uh, I always think back to that game a few years ago when WSU lost and Connor Halliday set the uh, passing record for most yardage in a game and we ended up losing mm-hmm. on like a 19 yard field goal. Our our guy missed it, oh. and uh, so I I think it was Powell. And so I, I never yeah. I never take those uh, take those chip shots for granted. Absolutely. Now, how funny was it that a uh, USC fan I saw in the in the crowd? Flashed a Jets Sam Darnold jersey for the camera for ESPN television. That was that was hilarious. And did you notice that they showed him a couple times early? And uh, and as the game went on, and yeah. more he struggled, they did not show that guy. <laughs> you know, if I if I'm that yeah. guy, if I'm a USC fan or or a Jets fan, and I and I made that jersey and could turn it to the game, I'd put that right back in my bag and say, yeah, probably not on national yeah. TV. That was hilarious, though. Right. I laughed my ass off, actually. That was pretty funny. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. But, yeah, absolutely. Now, Sam Darnold didn't have a great game, but in the first quarter, he did have two great runs. Let's touchdown. Your thoughts on the first touchdown to take the lead in the first quarter there? He, I was really scared because, you know, the way that he was able to march down the field and score that first touchdown fairly effortless, effortlessly, um, you know, and actually, interestingly enough, Jihad Woods, who, the guy who forced the fumble at the end of the game, missed the sack uh, yep. when they were inside the red zone, and uh, and Darnold ended up picking up the first down on that one and then scoring the next play. So, um, now I was I was really worried that we were going to lose to another team that uh, um, just kind of killed us with their with their legs, and um, so, but 
But fortunately, um, the, the Cougs kind of kept everything in front of them under control. And outside of that, I think it was an 86-yard touchdown, um, you know, the, the running game really didn't yep. do much. So uh, kept kept Darnold uh, in, in the pocket and under control. Absolutely. Now, huge concern if I'm a Washington State fan, which I'm not, so I'm not concerned myself, but for you, <laughs> um, six six drops. Your thoughts on that that that, that uh, circumstance there? Obviously a concern, and, and uh, Jameer Calvin, the true freshman in the corner of the end zone on that first drive, that ended up uh, resulting in a field goal. Uh, that's got to be caught, and I know that he was trying to look down and, and get his feet in place. Um, the, the drops are obviously a concern, but you also have to think in terms of uh, the, the number of young young receivers that are just kind of getting used to their their footing and all that kind of stuff, and on the field and getting into um, into tight spots. Because they've always, uh, they, you know, Gabe Marks and River Craigcraft and all those guys before them just kind of were were the guys to go to on a third down. So um, hopefully that just means that they're they're getting the drops out now and they'll they'll put themselves in a better position in the future and uh, and hopefully they'll catch them. Mm-hmm. But um, I think I think as it, it, as often as WSU throws the ball, you know, over 50 times a game, you're going to have a mm-hmm. few that uh, that's that sneak between your hands. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Mike Leach is not going to be happy about that stat. Yeah, would you agree with, with that one? <laughs> I, I would. Agree, I would agree. Yeah. You know, if you get two, if you get two hands on the ball at, a, at the at the collegiate level, especially at the pro level, you got to catch it. So, yeah. uh, there, there were a lot of third yeah, downs absolutely. that could have extended the drive, and we ended up having to punt just because uh, we couldn't kind of keep our hands on the ball. Yep. And now, what does it say about? The uh, not you did, but the Washington State defense after this after the first touchdown by USC, they get, they forced a punt to uh, get that going. That's what respond. I was I was really happy for them because you know you, when you get when you step up and get punched in the mouth and then uh, you you go back down a little bit to come back out and rally around uh, rally around each other, especially with uh, Isaac Dotson who was starting in place of Peyton Palour. Uh, to, for them to go down and then to have Jihad Woods kind of come in and Dylan Hanser kind of picked it up from there too. So there was there was a lot of shuffling going on in that defense uh, with some with some key injuries happening, and and you know Oz and we've talked about this before. They they yeah. really don't have a big a big defensive front, so they're kind of predicated on speed, mm-hmm. and that speed D you yeah. know really showed up. And uh, you know I keep I keep uh, mentioning that one long run, but uh, if you take uh, everything else in totality, I think they had about a two point. 2.7 yards per carry, which is pretty darn good. So I was happy for the run defense. I was happy for the pass defense and holding Darnold uh, to a very minuscule, you know, 160 or something like that, you know, through the air. Yeah. No, no passing touchdowns. Yep. Now, this is an off topic here, but since the Pac-10 extended to a Pac-12, um, we added Utah and Colorado a few years ago, um, you don't get the Ren Robin uh, like we used to. Do you miss the, whole Pac-10 to, the Pac-10 days? I actually, I, I don't, I, I do and I don't because uh, when I say that I don't miss it, um, I, I'm, a, I'm a happy for those years that sometimes you, you skip a USC when they're, when they're flying high. So, you, you know, you get a, maybe a chance for a, a down Arizona team or something like that. At the same time, um, well, and actually I think that it, it actually bodes well for the future and especially that, that Pac-12 playoff because uh, by not going mm-hmm. to, to that round robin, it, you know, it forces us to be able to play a Pac-12 championship game and you might have two undefeated teams True. or a couple one-loss teams, and you might be able to play yourself in there, like you, like you did last year. You know, a one-loss team versus a two-loss Colorado mm-hmm. team. Um, did Colorado have two losses or three? Anyway, the, you just knew that they yeah, were going to be really yeah. close to having having uh, having one team for sure in the playoff, and 
and, uh, and that's what you kind of got to hope for. But I do, I do miss the days where you would play both Arizona schools. You'd play both Oregon, both you know Stanford yeah. and Cal, and and uh, USC and UCLA and UW. I mean, that UCLA. was just, you could count on it every yeah. year. Yeah. Yep, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I miss those days myself. But on the other hand, I do like the playoff though. That makes it more exciting though. You know. Yeah. Well, and and it's uh, it's kind of fun when you when you don't see a school for a year or two, and, and then you you know it kind of re reignites uh, some old feelings. You know, I, we don't play Arizona State this year, which uh, I think is probably good because I, I think after Mike Leach's comments to Todd Graham last year, it would just be a it, it would be a, a nasty game, a nasty game. So, <laughs> oh yeah, up to score all day long, basically. Yeah, pretty Not much. We can. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now. Luke Falk, Luke Falk had a beautiful touch pass to Bernard Bell, sixty-one yard, sixty-one yards. There's touch done in the catch and the pass on that one. Bernard Bell is quickly becoming a big play receiver for WSU. I think he had only three catches, but they were you know for over a hundred yards once again. And uh, you know, as a redshirt freshman, as a guy who's a little bit smaller, um, he's he's kind of becoming that uh, that explosive guy uh, that you can go to on a third down, which I think we really need because I think Kyle Sweet. As much as I wanted him to be a River Craycraft type of guy and be able to be that that clutch guy on third down, this hasn't really been that. He had that fourth down catch, which was really nice, um, but he kind of had a couple drops as well. Um, but uh, yeah, happy for happy for Renard Bell and, and those uh, those young freshman receivers. Absolutely. Now, Tavares uh, Martin Jr. makes up for his, his drop touchdown, walks it in, but there was a hold in the play. Do you agree on the non the non call on that one? It's tough. It's tough because on that uh, on that blocking space, I mean, the guy was probably you know eight yards away, and, and could he have really in, impacted the play very much? I, I don't know. Uh, I did see that, and I, I do yeah. think that they probably could they could have called it, but I'm okay with it not. And if, it, if it goes against the Cougs, you yeah. know, I'm probably a little bit upset. But at the same time, you know, you have to think sure. of, of a realistic football play. Would that guy be able to get back into the play and make it make the, the tackle? I don't yeah. know. So. Tough to say, but I, I'm glad they didn't call it for sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I know you are. Um, but <laughs> but your thoughts on the his touchdown? His touchdown though, he got it was wide open, wide open. He just walked in. Yeah, it was uh, it was a well constructed play, and obviously those uh, those screen passes those screen passes uh, either either work work uh, gloriously or they are disasters. So thankfully they uh, the yeah there was a couple plays where. Their their ends came crashing down, and the, the linebackers were, were rushing. We kind of caught them uh, with a few really nice uh, big chunk plays. Absolutely. Now, this is a joke on my end, but I hope you'll enjoy this yourself. I'm going to call him uh, Sean. Welcome to the season. Harper picks off uh, Sammy Darnold. Your thoughts on that uh, pick there by uh, Sean. Welcome to the season. Harper. Uh, Sean, welcome to the season, Harper. That's a that's a good one. I, I might use that uh, in the future. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, no, I was I was I was really happy for him. I, quite honestly, at first I thought it was Marcellus Pippins, which I think he he deserves a pick as well because he's been playing pretty pretty uh, pretty good this season. But yeah, Sean Harper, very excited to see what he can do the rest of the way and, and the rest of his WSU uh, uh, career. Um, ju- junior college guy, I believe. And so, um, yeah, I'm just happy when any junior college guy gets on the field because you always wonder what they're thinking in, in terms of when they commit to a school, what their expectations are, and how they, how much they, 
think that they can play versus how much they really do. So glad to see him get one. I'll be honest. I didn't know he was on the team until I heard his name. <laughs> I yeah. watched every game this season. I didn't know he was actually on the team. Until I yeah, thought, oh, no, that was that guy? was really okay. Yeah, that was really the first play that he's uh, he's you know had a huge hand in. You know, our our linebackers and safeties will, okay. uh, typically clean yeah. up the tackles. You know, so those those corners don't really have yeah. much to do unless they're they're getting picked on. And and WSU for the for the most part has had a really solid pass defense and are one of the top uh, top uh, defenses in the country in terms of defending the pass. So maybe we'll hear more more of his name. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's pretty cool, though. I heard on the broadcast, uh, ESPN, uh, the mayor of Pullman is P announcer Glenn Johnson. That's pretty cool, huh? It's very cool. I'm a big fan of Glenn's. Uh, I actually took a couple of his classes. He's a professor at WSU as well. And um, oh. no, I, I, uh, oh, cool. I, my, my whole goal in, in doing the announcing um, for the Indians and Chiefs and yeah. Whitworth and you know, back up for GU every once in a while and all that kind of stuff was to take over for Glenn one day and be able to. Yeah. You know, uh, do 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 football and cook basketball. So, um, I but it's impossible to follow a legend like that. And and I consider him a legend just because I've gone to yeah. games since I was a kid. He's always done it. That's pretty cool. That's awesome to see that happen. Now, yeah. Now the USC O line, like all game was like dropping like flies. What what would cause that? Or is it conditioning or just like or just bad luck? It could just be bad luck, but I, I go back to when they when they bring, um, the, you know, the mental aspect of the game and bringing in heaters and, and you know making the trip to Pullman and and there was a, there was a couple of beat writers after the game that just had nothing but bad things to say about Pullman and WSU fans and all that kind of stuff. And I just yeah. think that the the spoiled children mantra that, that yeah. they are given, you know, are is is it's very it's very real. And so anytime you um, you know, and obviously a lot of the guys that were playing were true freshmen, you know, or, or guys that were uh, highly recruited. Um, and, I, and I think that if you look at those four- and five-star guys, they're probably more highly touted than any of WSU's, uh, you know, entire defense. I, I can't think of one four-star guy yeah. that WSU has in their defense right now. So, um, you know, it mm-hmm. – Hello? Um, hello, welcome back. Um, not sure what happened to the call, dropped, something like that, but uh, welcome back to the show. Now, you're talking about, about four stars and all that before it dropped there. Yes, and uh, I just was saying that with, uh, with, with the stars in the offensive line, the stars that USC had across the board, I just think that they were really uh, outcoached, and, and when they got punched in the mouth by a team that just has a bunch of two- and three-star guys that uh, – um, you know, shouldn't uh, they don't have the same size and athleticism that USC has? I think they were probably a little bit shocked. Okay, absolutely. Now, the Ron Jones though he's he's fast and uh, <laughs> he was yeah. gone eighty six yards to the house. He was fast. Yeah, I shoot. And uh, as soon as that happened, I was like, oh my gosh, we we might get gashed <laughs> on a few plays. And fortunately, it was just the one yeah. that we really got gashed on. And uh, I was surprised yeah. that they did not go to him more. I thought that he deserved more carries in that game for sure. It, it seemed, and, and I, to correct me if I'm wrong, Oz, because you watched it as well, it, it seemed like yeah. they were trying to get Darnold going more so than the running game, and it, it probably yeah. was it probably backfired on them because, um, you know, they, they probably should have gotten that running game going, which opens up the play action and all that. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought too. 
Um, now, one of USC's players, they were talking about on the broadcast, um, that he gave put some muscle on all these hamburgers and stuff. So, but to, my, but to mind, uh, what's your favorite hamburger joint these days? Ugh. That's that's probably the toughest <laughs> question you've ever asked me, Oz. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> man, ugh. You know what? Cougar Country Drive-In um, in, in Pullman okay. is probably still still my choice, uh, but I mm. don't get down there as much as I as I used to. Um, so yeah. I guess if we're if we're talking about uh, regular hamburgers, Hudson's over in mm-hmm. um, in Coeur d'Alene is is probably uh, really high up there as well. It's very yeah. simple, but but uh, very nice. Yeah, never been there before, but mind check it out. But uh, I'm well, a let, let, five me, guys let me flip. Sure. Let me flip the. Yeah. I'm sorry, you say Five Guys. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I have not been to Five Guys, so I should probably check that out. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh. Yeah, no, it's it's it uh, so good. Yeah. Tell you what, we might we might have to set up a day where we where we have yeah. Five Guys at you know like an eleven o'clock early lunch. We'll do Five Guys, and yeah. then we'll uh, we'll mosey yeah. on over to Coeur d'Alene for, for some <laughs> Hudson's in the afternoon. So we'll, uh, we we'll make a day of it. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. That'd be awesome. Um, <laughs> let's see. What's next? Oh, uh, Luke Falk picked um, hot potato leads to a USC field goal. Could have been worse. Your thoughts on that sequence? Could have been worse is the understatement of the year. I think, yeah. uh, you know, that yeah. that was it was a, it was a lucky bounce, I guess a lucky bounce off of uh, Cole Madison. So off the defender, off Cole, and then back of the defender. Mm-hmm. Um, could have taken it in. But, gosh, I mean, that, that just showed the, the strength of the defense to just be able to kind of bow their necks and, and uh, stop a couple runs. And, and I, I think it was two runs and a pass and then hold them to a field goal. So, yeah. um, you know, the, the best possible scenario could have, could have come out of there. Yeah. Now, why does Washington State have two punters? If you don't have two, you don't have one. Your thoughts on that on that mess? That's a great question. And actually, I think they are, they have yeah. three. So there's the there's a oh, punter, there's okay. Eric Powell, the, the field goal kicker, and then we use River yeah. Craycraft as well. And I, quite honestly, I don't know what the method to the madness is or anything, but um, you know, I. I Personally speaking, I would like to just stick with one and go with it, whether it's the rugby style, you know, run and kick, um, mm-hmm. or or just a standard punt. Let's just let's just stick with one. But maybe it just maybe it maybe it confuses the team so much that um, they don't know what to expect. And and obviously having a receiver back there, you might be able to run some trick plays off it. So uh, who who knows? Who knows? <laughs> I was just I was like, a, that's weird to have punters, three punters on a team. That's just kind of. Yeah. Not usual. And yeah. yeah, and especially, and I don't, I don't even think they have the, their punters even on scholarship. I think he's, uh, you know, the only oh. two guys that they, you know, I think Eric Kyle's now on scholarship. He's a senior, and uh, and obviously yeah. Kyle Sweet is. So. Okay. Cool. Um, now Jack Jones of USC and and uh, Martin were John helmet to helmet. You're lo- love it or hate it. I love it. I, I love I love when yeah. players get get really into into the game, and they you know I, I think there's there's definitely a difference between a, a receiver that um, that doesn't do any talking, and you know obviously there's like a Julio Jones that just goes and, and does his business, but then there's yeah. receivers that really yeah. kind of rely on that on that chip on their mm-hmm. shoulder or kind of getting getting fired up from the from the defender that um, makes him play better. I think. Uh, that's what WSU does is when they get fired up to do something, um, I, I like to see that, and I think they actually play better. Oh, Chosinko back in the day. Yeah, yeah. 
Oh, Chad, Chad Javon Ocho Cinco. Yes, yes. Oregon State Beavers. Yes, go. go and, and both, he, both Ocho Cinco and TJ Hushmanzada for the Beavers back in the day. Yeah, those were, yeah. And I, I wish. Steven Jackson. Yeah, oh, my gosh. What a yeah, that, that, those Oregon State teams! Yeah. I think they went to the Fiesta Bowl that, those years went after the after those two yeah. guys came to the junior college. So they had a squad back mm-hmm. in the day. Sure did. Things have changed, however. Um, <laughs> I digress. Now, yes, yeah. <laughs> WCU uh, ends the half with 94 yard drive leads to a moral touchdown. Your thoughts on the first half analysis? Gutsy call, gutsy call on that on that, uh, on that third down play because uh, our second down at the goal line with uh, with only you know 16 seconds left to go, no timeout. So if you if you don't get in there, you got to line it up and, and snap it real fast. So um, yeah, just fortunate to get in there. Uh, but I think that the huge the huge thing about that all was that 95 94 yard drive comes after giving up that long touchdown run and then a penalty kind of pushing them back too. Uh, all the all the cards were against them, but the fact that they kind of came out and and, and made it a, an even game at that point, uh, happy happy for that into the first half. Yeah, tie game at halftime, so it's bring a ball game pretty much. Exactly. Well, and, the, the longer the, the longer the game stays tied uh, or or relatively close, the more the, the more the fans are able to get into it. And I think, uh, and hopefully from your perspective, just from a from a non coop fan, hopefully the the fans yeah. look like they were having a pretty raucous time. They sure were, yeah. They were definitely in their in their cup beforehand, I think. But uh, yeah, that's yeah. Uh, to be to be to, to be uh, to be um, expected. Yeah, yeah. It, it is Coleman after all, right? So you gotta, yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, now, I saw a lot of missed tackles by Washington State. Was that a bad D or just USC's athleticism taking taking form? Probably a little both. bit of both. Yeah, a little bit of both, yeah. and I think I think from a WSU defense that's a little undersized. I think you're going to have those times where you do have, you know do do miss some of those tackles, but uh, you know I think they made up for it on a, on a lot of other things. And rallying to the ball uh, to stop that that running game was was uh, was pretty spectacular as well. But yeah, you'd like to, especially yeah. early uh, on some of those receivers. It looked like they were just wearing greased pants or something like that, just because they <laughs> they just kept they just kept sliding right through there. Yeah, sure did. I enjoyed it. Um, <laughs> just, <laughs> but uh, Luke Falk again. I mean, just every week he gets a new record. This time it's the uh, Pac-12 completion record. Your thoughts on that one? A lot of completions. A lot of completions. But yeah. um, you know, it, when you when you when you throw the ball 50 times, 50, 60, 70 times a game, you're probably going to end up with a majority of the records, especially if you play as a freshman and then stay healthy. So it's just uh, it's a it's a longevity record more than anything. Uh, I think if Mariota yeah. were to play his last season, he'd probably have, um, mm-hmm. you know, quite a few yeah. more and probably be out of reach. Mm-hmm. But um, there's yeah. no, no no complaints when, when at the end of the day you look at the mm-hmm. record book and it says Luke Falk yeah. is number one in several categories. Oh, excuse me. I apologize um, <laughs> for that burp there. But uh, now, how tough is Luke Falk getting lit up and, and delivering the pass to, to Bernard Bell down there? That was uh, that was a huge shot, and my, even my wife kind of cringed too. She goes, "Ooh, that was yeah. that was not good," and I, I'm happy to see him get up and get up and, and walk yeah. it off because uh, man, yeah, yeah I, he he seems to take one or two of those every single game and get a little dinged up, and he he's always got a hobble or he's shaking his arm out or something. So it was it was standard Luke Falk play, that's for sure. Yeah, 
Now, we're going to talk on this sequence here. Um, the drive stalls, but they get a field goal, but um, they had a penalty that caused them to move back and, uh, and so only, only get a field goal. Uh, are you talking about WSU? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, um, you know, I, I, I don't quite remember that, that sequence all that well, but, um, you know, obviously yeah. the offensive line, uh, played well in, in some spots and then not well in others. And I think BJ Simonson had his hands full with their, with the defensive line and, and he got called for a couple penalties, but, um, mm-hmm. you know, it, anytime you get points, I, I think as a win. And, uh, when you don't get the, when you don't get those points, uh, at the end of the drive, yeah. it just kind of takes the wind out of your sails. So fortunately they yeah. did. I think Morrow believes he's a Olympic hurdler because he, he went over, tried to go over a guy, but, uh, yeah, oh, it worked out too well. <laughs> I, I think he's 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 seen uh, James Williams do that one too many times, and he thought he could do the same thing. But yeah, yeah it, <laughs> that, that that was probably about the only thing that he didn't do uh, very well during the game. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good if you're saying that. Now, I agree with this one myself. I'm a Husky fan, but how annoying was it that you every like minute or so you heard the USC's fight song every freaking play almost. It, it is the most annoying thing in sports, I think, for, for me. And I, I can recall back in that 2002 game in Pullman, which I was a freshman um, at, mm-hmm. uh, in college. And so uh, able to storm the field and all that kind of stuff after the game, it was more gratifying to shut that USC band up than it was winning the game, <laughs> I think. And so, yeah, it's oh, yeah. always annoying. And, and anytime USC comes to town, I, I almost want to skip that game just because that band travels yeah. everywhere and they're so annoying. Is it louder than is it a lot louder in person than, than it's on TV? Yeah, yeah, just because they they just because they they play it all the time and you know especially it, they only play it after first downs and touchdowns and all that kind of stuff and so um, it's usually when the opposing team is quiet or the, the fans aren't you know as energetic because they just got scored on and just give up a first down so it seems even louder. Right. Yeah. Now there were some bad punts by Washington State punters. Might be time for some for some tryouts thoughts yeah might, might, might as well uh hold the tryouts because they they let three guys kind of share those duties and um i was i was really not, not too happy after kyle i think kyle sweet had kind of a bad game uh and i i mostly yeah. just hold him hold him accountable for that one punt that uh that ended up coming backwards and you know there, there was a couple that just went straight up in the air and came down or just we, we had we gave ourselves really poor field position on defense uh, just based off of those four punts. So, yeah, might as well hold some tryouts and, and see what happens. Of course, WSU was uh, infamously uh, had to hold tryouts for, for students on campus because we went through a bunch of quarterbacks in the fall wolf era. So oh. might as well might as well get some, <laughs> some punters out there. How sad was that, huh? Oh, that was pretty tryouts. brutal. I mean, when uh, when Lobestall and Tool and Lapina and all those guys got injured, and they, uh, they started yeah. burning through burning through walk-on oh. quarterbacks and stuff like that. It was, <laughs> it was, uh, I'm oh. sure it was your, I'm sure it was a dream come true for you, but <laughs> yeah, not, not good. Yes, it was. Yeah, not good. Yeah. Although, although that no. was right around yeah. the time that UW had a winless season. Yeah. So it might've been a watch. <laughs> might've been a watch. Oh, and 12, huh? Yeah. Ty Willingham. Thank you, Ty. Thanks, Ty. Oh, Appreciate thank it. you, Ty. Well, and um, thank you, Jake. And thank you, Jake Locker, for getting injured that year because I don't think you would have had a winless oh. season if Jake Locker was still the quarterback. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, I digress as well on that. Now, 
third quarter. Welcome to the game. Hercules is back in the game. He gets a four-yard loss. Thoughts on his one play he made tonight. That, that uh, he he made he made quite a few plays. Uh, to be honest with you, I oh, think that was really well. He he had a couple tackles. Obviously, not quite as uh-huh. many tackles for losses he's had in the past, but I think he was he yeah. was still a force to be to be reckoned with. And uh, especially when they were yeah. noting his uh, his get off the line of scrimmage time, and he pretty much jumped the snap yeah. on that one play while you were referencing and uh, made that huge stop. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but no, he's I, I I keep going back to it. He's uh, I think having the twenty two NFL scouts there, I think he definitely did did a did himself a little favor uh, playing playing against mm-hmm. that uh, that USC line. Absolutely. Now, USC just ties up at twenty twenty. Then your thoughts um, going into the fourth quarter there. Man, anything can happen in the in the Pac-12 after dark, and I was a little I was a little nervous, uh, especially that that last drive before Morrow took it in on that shovel pass, which I was I was uh, I was hoping that you were watching the game live, uh, to, so yeah. you would have texted me, oh shovel pass, shovel pass, um, yeah, <laughs> we talked about last week, but uh, yeah. yeah, no, I I was I was very nervous as as I as I typically am for Cougar games because you never know how it's going to turn out. Uh, whether it's going to be yeah. a, a, a sudden loss or, or a triumphant uh, victory. So, um, yeah, coin flip at that point. Yeah. Now, your thoughts on the WSU fans booing USC players on the ground that are that are hurt? What do you think about that? that, with that? And I and I, 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 did, I did not like that. Uh, I did not like that whatsoever yeah. because uh, I think some yeah. of the fans were thinking in terms of, uh, you know, just, Taking the injury to kind of slow down the yeah. the offense and all that, uh, I I just, I just mm-hmm. I don't like that. I don't like booing at all. Yeah. Um, and so it's just yeah. it's not my not my style. I didn't like it. Yeah, exactly. Now, who talked about just a minute ago? But Philip passed Murrow Mur- touchdown. Thoughts on that play? Yeah, it was uh, it was set up beautifully. I mean, they hadn't really done a shovel pass all game, and so I kind of I feel like they were just kind of waiting until the perfect time to be able to bust that out. And, and of course, Morrow just looked like he was uh, he, he had another gear, uh, speed wise, and you know, bursting through the line on a, a couple of those big gainers, and then uh, on that last play as well. So, man, he was uh, perfectly drawn up and executed to perfection. Yep. Now. Luke Falk, under five touchdowns, um, ties Oregon Duck, Marcus Mariota, one shot director. Your thoughts uh, for, for next week for him to pass in in Eugene? That would be uh, that'd be pretty cool. It'd be pretty cool, and I think yeah. um, you know he's he's got a few more touchdown passes to go for the all time record. But it would be nice to to yeah. get a few more next week at Oregon, and uh, especially now that uh, he's kind of displacing Mariota, it'd be nice to do it uh, in Austin. Yes, that's a, that's a tough place to play. Even how bad they are. Yeah. It's, it's loud. The loudest place you'll ever yeah. go to. It's uh, outside of the old Husky Stadium. I think uh, that was that was my least favorite place to to have the Cougs <laughs> play. Just I just hated that place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I agree. Uh, now, is Mike Leach a pirate, and is he swinging swing a sword all around Pullman? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's he's uh, he's the ultimate pirate. You know, he's got pirate pirate garb. I'm pretty sure uh, he lived in Key he lived in Key West. I'm pretty sure he had a pirate boat and dressed as a pirate every day. Yeah, I think it's funny. I saw the signs that uh, they're about the pirate the pirate signs in the, in the stands by WSU fans. It's pretty funny too. They're on they're all on board for that with that theme. 
Oh yeah, well I think uh, any anything that uh, Coug fans can, can do to get their arms on a on a fun catchphrase or uh, on a movement, I, I think they they'll, they'll certainly go for it. You know, I mean, yeah. and, and honestly, we talk we talk about as you know how much Coug fans drink. Um, you know, that's just kind yeah. of the lifestyle. That's the lifestyle we live. You know, <laughs> it's hard, hard and fast, we, right? Yeah. yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, <laughs> Sam Sam Darnold had um, not a great game, but he was showed some poise though. Got a good poise on the uh, converted, converted the fourth and thirteen. That's uh, heartbreaking for the Husky for the uh, Cougar fans. What do you think on that one? Uh, I'm sorry. What was the question? Sam Darnold for some poise. Got a fourth thirteen conversion on that in the fourth quarter. Oh, I well, as much as the as much and it led to a touchdown too, right? I mean that was the the old, I thought. Well, yeah. we stop him here, it's it's going to be all over. Um, and we we got him right where we want him. But uh, yeah, that, it just kind of was setting up as a as a narrative for ESPN. Like, oh gosh, you know, here we go, USC again in the fourth quarter comes back and does it. And I'm sure all the yeah. all the you know Husky fans and, and non Coop fans are ready to to say the, those ugly words that I just absolutely hate. Mm. Um, but you know, yeah. fortunately, uh, fortunately, it came out on top. But yeah, a lot of plays, and he made a really nice, uh, really really nice play there. Yeah, then that goes in. He scores a scores a touchdown. Uh, he ran it again, again, ran again twice now. So mm-hmm. he's uh, you no, know, even though he had a bad game, he's kind of wait what he, the plays about the end of the game though. Yeah, he made the plays when he, you know, needed to uh, outside of that, uh, that that sack fumble at the end of the game. Um, but yeah, using yeah. his feet, I think he'll probably. Uh, honestly, I don't think the USC coaches did him any uh, any service though, just not mm-hmm. establishing that run game, especially after that long gasher yeah. uh, that that uh, Ronald had. And, mm-hmm. um, I just think that they they didn't yeah. do him any favors. Yeah, I agree. Now, WSU takes the lead at 30, 30, 30 to twenty seven. A minute forty to go in the game. What was running through your mind at that moment? I just was thinking, gosh, if we can get them stopped uh, for two plays short of the, of the line or short of the first down, uh, keep them in bounds. You know, keep that clock running. If they go down and, and kick a field goal, that's fine. We'll go to overtime. I think our offense is playing well enough that we can kind of navigate that. Uh, but I was I was really uh, really nervous because and, and I just going back and watching the replay and, and kind of you know rewinding it a few uh-huh. times. They were really pumping up Darnold as you know this this fourth quarter artist and comeback guy and and uh, you know yeah. able to make every throw and all that kind of stuff. So it just was setting up perfectly for them. And then fortunately, two plays in magic. Yep. Now Jahad Wood, as you mentioned earlier, forced the fumble, ice the game. Your thoughts on the final final play there? Happy, happy all the way around. I mean, as I say, he yeah. he dropped he he, uh, he did uh, he failed to sack the. Back Arnold in that first quarter and ended up uh, leading to a touchdown, and um, so I was I was happy for him that he was able to kind of make that play um, when it counted the most, and then uh, for us to re- recover the fumble was was even more uh, exciting. And and uh, to top it all off, I had a two month old baby uh, sleeping right next to me, and I clapped I clapped really loud one time and woke, woke him up. So uh, it was probably yeah. No, I, I deserved it though. Uh, that was probably as excited as yeah. I could be <laughs> with, without just uh, running through the house. Yeah, <laughs> that probably was a long night for you then. I'm guessing long night for well, actually, up all night. Ford, no, he's a good boy. He went back to sleep, uh, and, oh. and I got to, I got my, my favorite thing to do after uh, after a big game, or you know whether it's a, it's an exciting game, is to just kind of uh, go through Twitter and and uh, get really excited oh, again yeah. and kind of relive some of the videos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
I saw your tweet retweet about that coach. Um, he was he was excited. That guy, uh, um, the Roy black, Manning, the black coach. He retweeted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Roy Manning. He is uh, he's he's one of the one of the funnest coaches to follow on Twitter. And uh, after yeah. every Coug game win or loss, he, he's always there with a video, just giving giving out props oh. and all sorts of stuff. So he's he's really energetic cool. and a lot of fun. Yep. He, he's a, he's a, yeah. he was a Michigan coach um, on on Harbaugh's oh. staff, and he came over. So fun guy. Oh, cool. That's cool. Now, usually I'm not a fan of rushing the field or the court, but in this case, I thought it was very warranted. Your thoughts on that? Always, uh, always love when fans rush the field. It's uh, it's such a fun, fun thing, and especially as a, as a Coug fan and, and being able to do it in, when I was at school there, uh, it just makes it all the yeah. more fun to, to be able to go out there and do it. It's a game after all, and it's not. Uh, I, yeah. I don't know if, if you're going to say it's a business, that's fine. Then pay the players and do all that, and you know keep the keep the people off the yeah. field like the NFL. But it's a it's a game. Yeah. These are kids. They want to party and 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 hang out. Yeah. So it's, why not? Especially in Pullman. Party yeah, up. exactly. Well, I was worried about all the couches. I was worried about all the couches getting burned, but um, fortunately, I don't oh, yeah. any couch burning. No couch burns. That's fantastic. Now. <laughs> I do have I, I do have four fan questions from Matt Schumann. I'm going to bring those up for you. Oh, great! Uh, yeah, perfect. Our buddy, buddy, buddy Matt. You know your favorite guy in the world. <laughs> um, he he says, uh, "Could WSU win Big Sky when they join the league?" Oh, I don't know. <laughs> 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 well, you know, considering considering WSU had lost the two previous years to Big Sky teams, I, I'd settle for a top five yeah. finish. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> there, there, you, there you go. Now we just got to be we just got to be just got to be one yeah. or two teams every year to keep relevant, right? Eastern and Montana. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Exactly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Now he says also. Where will WSU be at the end of the year, um, above or, or below um, the fifth spot in the country? Oof. You know, uh, I'll, I'll, the optimistic the optimistic fan says we're going to be fourteen and zero and undefeated, or fifteen and zero after the two after the two uh, playoff yeah. games uh, and undefeated national champions. Uh, then the realistic side says just just uh, you know be happy if you get to ten wins and and take you know just be be wherever you are because. Really, in the past, in the past uh, several years, there has, you know, there's there's been a couple bowl games, but really nothing to kind of hang your hat on in terms of either a Rose Bowl appearance or, um, you know, or anything like that. So, I'll take what I can get. Yeah, absolutely. Question three of four. Um, this one's gonna touch you, but um, he says, "Is it true Leach has a fistful of plays?" A fistful of plays. A shed full, a place. Oh, a shed full. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and obviously yeah. that's a re- that's a reference to uh, uh, Craig James's yeah. son uh, who was who was put in a yeah. shed. Yeah. But you know what? Uh, <clears throat> Mike Leach has uh, has made light of that and said, you know, it was a really nicely furnished yeah. shed. Uh, there was uh, there was lots of lawn equipment in there, uh, and so yeah, I mean yeah. it's it's a it's a beautiful thing. So yeah, of course we got it. We have a whole shed shed full of players and. and uh, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. And the last one, I even heard this uh, Yeah, the last one he asked me last night was, "Does Leeds prefer to play all the games at home so he can win?" Oh yeah, yeah. 
I think I, if you get if they let you play, I almost want us yeah. to go to ind- independent so we could just have twelve home games and uh, and just be and yeah. just be undefeated. Uh, but yeah, why why yeah. wouldn't you want to play? Uh, it's just like it's kind of the SEC recipe. Um, you, you schedule three yeah. cream puff, three cream puffs at home, and then uh, and then you just play, and then yeah, God, yeah, go go Troy, uh, and then you yeah. know, and then you. Yeah. Uh, so you win your three your three home games against Alcorn State and uh, and all those other guys, mm-hmm. and then you play other uh, yeah. SEC teams, and then uh, when you beat up on each other, they say, "Oh, the SEC is so great." So that's we're just kind of taking yeah. that model. Yep. Oh yeah, and closing things out here, get um, out of here. Um, final thoughts on the game. Also, your first road road going into Eugene in that hostile environment. Thoughts on the game. Uh, I, I, I hopefully uh, it come across as the uh, you know optimism is is high because uh, you know the, obviously the best start since 2001, which is phenomenal, and the fact that we're two and zero in the Pac-12, and uh, um, you know right at the top of the Pac-12 North standings, um, you know just got to mm-hmm. keep uh, keep the momentum going. Uh, can't can't let the injury bug uh, bite you too hard. Hopefully you've got enough depth in certain spots to where if you do have an injury or two, it doesn't affect you too hard. Um, but mm-hmm. just got to keep the momentum going. And obviously uh, this next weekend against uh, Oregon, I believe actually Oregon is, is favored. Um, being there, they come in the game four and one. Yeah, they are. I think they're favored by a, mm-hmm. either a point or two. Um, and uh, the, wow. the, matchup pre- the matchup predictor has uh, WSU at a 33% chance of winning. So, um, well, you you think mm-hmm. uh, a, a number 11 team on the road, I, I don't think Vegas or ESPN or – Anybody else uh, really has a lot of faith in the Cougs at this point, um, but hopefully uh, they, yeah. they see this as a sign of disrespect and they kind of show up. Uh, yeah. The last couple times uh, the Cougs have played Oregon has, has ended up well, mm-hmm. um, and I'm I mean, I'm curious yeah. to see if this if this line changes because I think uh, their starting quarterback and backup quarterback are both out, so we could end up seeing a true freshman oh, this wow. weekend. Yeah. Yikes! I guess that defense. Wow. Um, what time is that game? What channel can they, that game be broadcast? Find that broadcast. You know, uh, the game is at 5 p.m. and I believe it's on Fox, so it should be a, a prime time national oh. uh, national audience there. Nash, um, national game. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, Oregon wow. uh, Oregon's one loss is against uh, Arizona State, so um, I think if, if I think mm-hmm. if they were to you know do that one over and, and have it, I think Oregon probably would have been ranked you know around 20 or so. But um, yeah, coming in four and one, you can never at their place. It's never never an easy task. Uh, yeah, one last thing I had to ask you. Um, last year, Pac-12 was pretty stacked, top to bottom, top to middle. I think this year, it's like maybe two or three at the most teams are really good. Your thoughts on the drop of Pac-12 this season? I think you look at the NFL draft last year, and there was a ton of players taken, especially off of Colorado's defense. Uh-huh. Uh, Utah had a couple players, obviously WSU, um, you know, lost a couple guys, and UW. and uh, UW, UW lost yeah. a ton, you know, a ton of talent a ton, uh, yeah. in, those, in those first yeah. three or four rounds. So, um, you know, there, there, mm-hmm. there is a little bit of a talent drop off, but you replace them with guys that are, you know, four and five star guys uh, across the board for USC and UW and and Oregon and stuff. So I think that we're, we're probably another year or two away from being solid across the board. But yeah, I think Stanford's down. Mm-hmm. Uh, Arizona State isn't very good. Uh, neither is Arizona. 
Uh, Oregon probably could be, uh, you know, is a dark horse at this point because you don't know uh, what's going to happen, um, uh, you know, for, for the rest of the season. So we'll, we'll see what happens. You now, I found ESPN, though, that the people, the experts, experts think that if you if the Pac-12 doesn't win, if they don't lose, if they lose one game, there's no shot that they'll be in the Final Four. Your thoughts on that as well? There's so much football to be played, Oz, and I just I really hate yeah. when the pundits yeah. kind of come out after five weeks and say, "Oh, if this happens, then the Pac-12 is going to be shut out." Well, guess what? If there if there are eight undefeated teams at the end of the year, sure, that could be that could be a crazy time. But yeah. you you and I yeah. both know that there's going to be some teams that lose game. You know, Clemson could lose a game against you know Pitt mm-hmm. or Boston College, and you're just like, "How did they lose to those yeah. guys?" You know, so it's right. You just never know what's going to happen, and in the next four or five weeks, things are just going to kind of shake themselves out. So, you know, who knows? Uh, yep. Maybe a, maybe a one-loss USC team gets in because they they beat everybody else in their schedule, and you know they they uh-huh. make it out. Absolutely. Well, this was a fun time. We had a little uh, drop call there, but that all happened. But uh, yeah, sorry about anyways, that. Us. It was fun. I'm not sure it was you or me, but uh, just went out on me. Yeah. But uh, no, I'm pretty sure it's me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's all good. It happens. Technology and all that. But uh, anyways, it was fun to have you on again. This should come out the USC game, and hopefully, come out Oregon Victor. I mean, sorry. Uh, uh, well, yeah, it's about a Washington State victory, uh, hopefully okay. for you and everybody yeah. else out there. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, once again, uh, my name is Ozzy, and uh, have a good night, everybody. Thanks, Oz. No problem.